Today's reading is Mark chapter 9, and if uh, the last eight chapters has been Jesus' earthly ministry coming together, what we see here in Mark chapter 9 is a turning um, of the eyes of the reader to Jesus' heavenly ministry. We see this at the very beginning um, with the bridge verse of verse 1, that there are some who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God after it has come with power. Um, and so we understand, right, what does this mean? Now, there's a lot in this chapter where I think if our understanding of heaven, of sin, um, of faith, of prayer, if our understandings of these things are merely religious terms, we're not going to get it. Uh, because a lot of us think about heaven as this other place, and I have whole messages about this. But we see in the transfiguration is Jesus showing them what heaven is really like. It is Jesus talking with Moses and Elijah in the presence of God. And Peter and James and John, they don't understand this because they want to build a tent uh, for them. And, you know, I think they are meaning well because a tent, a tabernacle, is how God has chosen to uh, reveal himself. But God's going to interject and say, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. And so um, their question, right, is, wait, didn't Elijah have to come? And Jesus says, Elijah has come, but you didn't understand what that meant. That didn't mean the physical person, Elijah. It meant that the spirit of Elijah, which is calling to repentance and restoration, that that must first come, and that did come, and that was John the Baptist. Next, we see this boy with an unclean spirit. And I think what is important here is uh, well, there's many things important, but one of the things that I say, saw as important right now in our conversation is verse 19, Jesus' exclamation, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How, how long am I to bear with you? Now, I don't think he's just complaining here. I think he is showing us a picture of this is not the way things are supposed to be, right? I've been healing and all of these things, uh, but you see that healing as good enough. And he is exclaiming here, no, that physical healing is not good enough. And then when he asks, right, this man says, if it's possible. And Jesus' reply, verse 23, is all things are possible, that this is what heaven is, this is what heaven means, that there's full restoration, the full power, the presence of God. And I love, I still have always loved Mark 9, 24. Uh, I believe, help my unbelief. That that is a perfectly acceptable response to Jesus. We don't have to understand everything. And we seek to understand more. But I believe, help my unbelief. Now, the disciples ask him, why couldn't we do this? And he says, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Now, if we think that prayer is just some magic words that we, you know, exclaim, then we miss the significance of this. What is prayer? Prayer is communication with God. He's saying that you cannot do these things. You cannot fully see the, the kingdom of God or enjoy its power if you're not in communication with God. It's not some mystical, magical thing. We need to be in communication in the presence of God. He once again foretells uh, his death and resurrection. They still don't understand. See the pattern here, right? They still don't understand by the pattern of Mark. And for them, then their question is, who will be the greatest? And they are still thinking in an earthly sense. And Jesus is, again, turning them to a heavenly sense, not of another place, but heaven as the fullness of the presence of God without sin. And he shows them what that means. It means receiving children. 
um, that that's such a powerful thing. And for any of you that serve with children, you understand this, that when we receive children, we love children, we really begin to understand the heart of God for us. Um, this question then of who is for us and who is against us. I think Jesus is saying, you don't really fully know yet. I mean, we do have to have discernment, but I think what he's saying is that um, will able soon afterwards to speak evil of me, that our ministry and our view of other people should not be limited to what is happening right now, but should be heavenly mindset of will people come to repentance? Uh, and finally, whoever causes one of these little ones to sin. Now, if sin is just bad actions, then we miss this. But when we understand that sin is separation from God, sin is not God, that all this view of heaven is then to say, right, how can I cause someone else to sin or how can I have this sin within me if it is separating me from something that is so great uh, that in fact we are losing our very identity as salt. Um, and so, you know, as Jesus is turning his disciples and as Mark is turning his reader's eyes towards thinking about a greater picture of the kingdom of God and of heaven, I uh, hope that we will as well uh, this week and this weekend.